Welcome to the Oddity Shop, where the bizarre is always on sale. little oddballs welcome back to our podcast this is the oddity shop i'm kara and i'm zach and she said welcome back in case this is your first time welcome to our shop we appreciate you thank you thank you i did forget that you can't forget the new people come on now. they're all new <laughs> are we kidding <laughs> unless we're literally still just talking to only my mom in which case hi denise thanks hi, for denise. listening we really love you um Okay, but I have a question before I tell you what I want to talk to you about. I have a question. I hopefully have an answer. If you had a past life, where do you think you were? Who do you think you were? Um, uh-huh. We can come back to it. No, I, 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 want, I don't want to give it too much thought. I just want to see what comes out, right? I'm thinking, like, I would have been, like, a child worker during the Industrial Revolution who got, like, his fingers sucked up into one of those fabric machines and killed or something. Why? I don't know. It just feels right. Okay. I mean, as much as I hurt myself as a kid, and I've always, like, I started working young. <laughs> Denise. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for that work ethic, Mom. Okay, cool. Uh, I have no idea who I would be, who I was, what I did. I have no clue. I thought you had, like, a great answer planned out for us with such no, a deep question i it, this came to my brain today and i was like i wanted to ask you but i was like i'll wait and i've been thinking about it and i don't i don't really know all right well since you don't have an answer for us at least tell me what you're going to talk about today uh today i have bloody mary Ooh, like the drink i wish I like <laughs> no the creepiest part about that is when they forget to give you the little piece of bacon yeah that's like absolutely horrible or if they don't if they don't give you like a little shot of beer with it like i feel like that's you gotta have the sidecar i know but when you don't get that it's like what are, what's happening with the life so when i go out with julia and nick they always give me their sidecar so i get like a full beer for free they don't drink it with it no what weirdos no we'll cover them next week <laughs> absolutely okay as a child i'm sure you stood in front of a mirror in a dark room enchanted bloody mary probably happened at a sleepover and started as a dare Am I right? I'd say you're pretty spot on there. I, I can remember doing that a few times. I think I always chickened out, though, before getting to the third Bloody Mary or however many times you're supposed to say it. Well, that varies. But I remember in my bedroom, I had a bathroom off the side of my bedroom. And so I would stand on the toilet so I could like clearly see in front of the mirror. And I, I thought you were supposed to turn around while you say it. That sounds familiar. Yeah. So I remember doing that. And I remember getting through it but then freaking out so like i would do it all but like i think i would just jump off the toilet and run out of the bathroom before i thought anything was gonna happen yeah i definitely never saw her N no i mean i don't i don't know why we why we would want to anyway in case you haven't attempted this insane amusement this is how it goes you turn down the lights preferably off light a candle face the dim demir and you chant bloody mary depends on the legend like we said we said three times some people say 13 a woman will appear supposedly. She is said to be bloody, either ghostly, corpse-like, or a witch. She might scratch your face or straight up scratch your eyes out, or she might just scream at you. I don't remember what I 
I think scratching the eyes out is what I feel like I remember. I do remember it being some sort of attack. I don't think it was just screaming at me. Yeah. Um, they also say, though, that she could just be nice. So you might ask why, like, what do I win by playing this senseless game? Well, you either live or die. <laughs> That's really all that there's to it. I mean, it's just kind of a metaphor for life, right? <laughs> Very true. So I was just wondering, like, where the hell this came from, why we did this as children. And I kind of got stuck down a rabbit hole of who the hell is Mary and all the other things. So who is Mary is up for debate. You can go with the first ever queen, Mary Tudor. She was nicknamed Bloody Mary due to her persecution of hundreds. or you could believe that she's Mary Worth. Mary Worth was believed to be a witch because she lived in the woods, sold medicines and herbal remedies. Okay, but like, how does that make you a witch? She was just into like, you know, essential oils, maybe. Exactly. So young girls started disappearing in the town that Worth lived in. And so she was to blame. Although... Among her denial of the participation in the disappearances, Mary started looking less grim. She appeared more delicate and juvenile. So she was probably sucking souls. Or just using herbal remedies. Right. So the list goes on to identify Mary. There's really no clear indication of like when this started and where and who. Sorry, can we go back to Queen Mary for a second? So she persecuted yeah. hundreds. Was it? Mm-hmm. In, like, a bloody, gruesome way? Or do they just do that because mm-hmm. of how many people she killed? No, she was kind of gruesome. So, I mean, it could go either way. Uh, let's talk about mirrors for a little bit. The word mirror comes from a French word meaning admire. I did not know that. I guess I've never I thought either. about, like, the root of the word mirror or where it came from. No, but it's obviously fitting because I feel like you look at yourself to admire. It's like a little Dorian Gray action going on. Exactly. Um, it's said that the first mirror was created in the ancient Himalayas. This was when a woman saw another girl when she looked into a brook that had formed, which I think is so cute. That is really cute, but how do they narrow that down to the Himalayas? Like, that's the first time somebody saw their own reflection? Yeah, I think that was the first time that it was, like, reported. Interesting. Or written or carved in the walls. I don't... Finally made it onto the stone tablet. Exactly. Uh, but metal mirrors were used in Egypt. So they use like pieces of metal for mirrors. And then glass mirrors have been found in archaeolog- archaeological digs stemming back to the third century. So mirrors in every type of way have kind of been around forever. So basically all of human history, we just like staring at ourselves. Yeah, I just find it fascinating that you would like your first reflection of seeing yourself could be like would be in water. And you wouldn't even realize that it was you at first. Yeah, I didn't think about that, actually. Because you haven't seen yourself before at that angle, so... No, so the first time you saw yourself is when you looked into, like, a little brook of water. And you thought you saw another girl. And then self-perception was born. (laughs) Exactly. That's really weird to think about. Isn't it strange? So this brings us to the dark side of mirrors, which... If you're like Zach and I, everybody knows there's a dark side to mirrors. So there's haunted mirrors. Uh, so it's said souls can become trapped in mirrors. If one dies in a house, you should cover all of the mirrors. If not, their wandering soul could get trapped. 
which I've definitely heard of this. Yeah, I think there's some religions out there, right, where when mm -hmm. they have the wake, they cover all the windows up. They cover all the mirrors in the windows, yep. Mm -hmm. uh, broken mirrors. We've all heard a rumor that if you break a mirror, you receive bad luck, but why? I've also heard that your body changes every seven years, but I couldn't tell you why or where it came from. Well, ancient Roman culture believed your soul regenerates every seven years. Apparently, mirrors reflect your physical appearance and your soul, meaning if you break a mirror, you will have seven years bad luck and you will have to wait for a new soul. Interesting. So does your soul get trapped into the mirror that broke or do one of the souls escape? I don't. I think that you just like, I think it's kind of like, you know how we say like every seven years your body changes. So you're like, I never used to like have a taste for coffee or exactly, yeah. exactly. Perfect. So it's kind of the same thing. They say like your soul regenerates every year, every seven years. So which kind of makes sense because you change as a person. That's your soul, right? Your soul kind of changes. So if you break that mirror, you're waiting seven years for like a new soul to regenerate, essentially. But you're going to receive bad luck that whole time. Not fond of that part of it, but... No, but it kind of makes sense when you think about those two sayings because we hear them all the time. Right. I just didn't know where they came from. Yeah, I've never from. given it much thought. Me either. Um, okay. So they also say that you could see the future with mirrors. So it's believed mirrors see your future. If you peel an apple in a continuous strip, toss the peel over your left shoulder, your future husband will appear. I just went to the apple orchard. I have a whole bag downstairs. I'll test this out later and let Let's you know try. what I find out. What's up, oddballs? If you know us, then you know by now that we absolutely love cryptids. And we also have a serious problem when it comes to buying things, especially cute things. And now we found 16percentnation.com. Whether you're into the mysterious allure of the Loch Ness Monster or the legendary Sasquatch, 16percentnation has a plushie for every cryptid lover out there. Named 16percentnation because only 16% of the population actually believes in Bigfoot. But they have tons of cool stuff creatures, such as the Sasquatch, the Mothman, the Fresno Nightcrawler, and so much more. Each one is crafted with an attention to detail and made from high-quality materials. So they're not just cute, they're conversation starters. Absolutely. Picture this, you're lounging on the couch, and what's that peeking out? Oh, just your very own Fresno Nightcrawler. It's the perfect blend of mysterious and adorable. And if stuffed animals aren't quite your thing, they have shirts, prints, jewelry, stickers, and so much more, so you also can show off your love for these bizarro creatures. Everything they have is so adorable and right up our alley, and we wanted to make sure that we shared it with y'all cryptid loving listeners. So head on over to 16percentnation.com. That's one six percentage sign nation.com. Their website will also be linked down in our show notes and on our website. And listen up, oddballs. Use the coupon code oddity, O D D I T Y, at checkout and enjoy free shipping on orders over $60. Bye. Bye. There's also another. Um, where if you walk up a flight, like your flight of stairs backwards, so it said that ladies, you walk back, wait, you walk up your stairs backwards, <laughs> holding a mirror. So you're looking at yourself as you do this, and then you're supposed to see the reflection of your future husband in it. So we could test that one out and see if uh, Nick, Nick appears. We'll try it. Although on my stairs, they're a little thin. If I'm going up them backwards holding a mirror, I'm going to end up with seven years of bad luck because I'm tripping down those stairs. Oh, you know what? Let's not do it with your stair. I hate your stair. I hate them going up straight. I don't want to. No, mm -mm, we're not doing that. Um, 
And then obviously, if you stare into a mirrored like ball, you can call yourself a psychic. Just don't leave it out in the sunlight. Not because of anything bad will happen, but it can catch a ray and catch your house on fire. Oh my god, do you have a story about that? No, actually, it was like an online meme I read it. Some girl went to buy a crystal ball, and they're like, just remember, never leave it in direct sunlight. And she's <gasps> like, oh my god, why? Is like, you know, some demon gonna come out? They're like, no, it's just like a magnifying glass. It can catch <gasps> your house on fire and burn it down. <gasps> we need to look that up. I need to know if that happened to anybody. It had to have. If it's a, if it's a warning, it had to have. You don't get a like disclaimer like that without a terrible story. Oh my god. Okay, well, anyway, let's talk about portals. (laughs) So if you face mirrors together, they become a portal for demonic spirits to enter your space. And I accidentally have two of them in my house, and I'm just keeping them, so. Like two sets of two? Well, I have one in my vanity room. So like where my vanity mirror is, there's a mirror behind it, like a full-length mirror. And so you can see yourself in both mirrors, which is not what you're supposed to do. And then in our bathroom, the way our mirror is set up, I'm pretty sure at that angle, you can also see yourself. You got some portals, girl. Yeah, I know. So no wonder I got a lot of shit going on. But anyway, this is this is said that it could open up a universe or a mirrorverse. That is a whole rabbit hole we're not getting down. That's a whole 14 episodes that we could do about a mirrorverse. But the quick explanation is that there's proof that there is a world that is a complete reflection of ours. That freaks me out to no end. Yeah, let's just not even get into multiverse theory right now, because I will talk like I'm a professional and have zero idea what I'm actually saying, but... I can't. It's It gives me great anxiety. <laughs> so anyway, that's kind of some of the dark sides of the mirrors. Um, I want to talk about the mirrored self-misidentification. Have you ever heard of this? No, that is a... It's a mouthful to even say. <laughs> right? Okay. So this is the belief that your reflection is another person, again, going back to the mirrorverse. But this person could be you as a second version or a younger version, a relative or someone you don't even know. Mirrored self-misidentification is most common in dementia patients. So dementia is just freaky on its own to me. But maybe you're just like experiencing like, like the unknown. Like, are you seeing your mirror version or like a life that you were forgetting about? Interesting. Yeah. Cause like we were talking about earlier, that self perception of your reflection with the dementia, you'd lose the perception of your own face. Yeah. And it's really sad. Have you ever seen like videos um, where uh, just this one lady pops up and she's like this older lady? She, she obviously has dementia. She's looking at herself in the mirror and she's like, I, I don't know who she is. I've never met her, but she's really pretty. And it's like the most heartbreaking thing that ever. That is so heartbreaking. It is really heartbreaking, but I mean, I know dementia is the whole thing, but it's like, it's just strange when you think of it that way. And that's just like the most common cases in dementia patients, but it's not all dementia. It's like, can you imagine just forgetting what you looked like one day and you just see yourself and you don't know it's you? I don't want to think about that. I, the thought about getting older sometimes gives me way too much anxiety. But I'm just talking like you wake up tomorrow, so you're the same age, whatever, and you just look into your mirror and you have no idea who the heck is looking at you. I mean, I've had that once or twice after like a really long night of drinking, right? You look at yourself (laughs) in the mirror, the next thing you're like, who the hell are you? What happened last night? Maybe a bruise I can't explain. Oh, Lord. All right. Anyway, so let's get into mirror gazing. 
So this is when you maintain a deep gaze at yourself. This is considered a form of meditation. The benefits are self-awareness, improve self self-compassion, increase comfort in your body. Yeah, I don't know about all that. I feel like the longer I'm gazing in there, the less I'm meditating and the more I'm getting the urge to just like pop a pimple. I was just going to say, I'm going to like start plucking my eyebrows. I'm going to like, I don't even know, but I feel like I do enough of like mirror gazing when I get ready in the morning. (laughs) So (laughs) I'm good on that. Apparently it has really good benefits. So if you've tried it, holla at us. Now I want to talk about psychomantium. You're just, you're full of the big words today. I know. Okay. Encyclopedia.com's definition is, a psychomantium is a room set aside for communication with those who have died and are believed to have passed in the world beyond. It is specifically designed to promote an altered state of consciousness. So kind of like the Estes method, but... Okay, did you ever watch that show I was talking about with Tyler Henry, the medium? No. He does this. Um, Let me finish my definition. Okay. Okay. So, an altered state of consciousness that facilitates such contact. Essential to the decor is a mirror into which the person wishing to communicate with the deceased loved one gazes. Okay, go. I mean, I guess I should have let you finish because that's exactly what he does to start to like connect with the Mm -hmm. people he's meeting with. He sits in a dark room in front of the mirror and helps him channel the spirits. Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Thanks for being so rude. So I never heard about this or heard that term uh, in depth, at least until watching our guilty pleasure, Sam and Colby, specifically episode, a horrifying encounter at haunted black Swan estate. The timestamp is 2802. If anybody wants to check it out. Anyway, Sam Colby and hot Nate, as we like to call him, They take turns staring into a mirror in a dark, secluded room. So basically this. Uh, Their descriptions on how their their faces and surroundings are changing is very chilling. Face melting, eyes sinking in, and looking skeleton-like are some explanations. Oh, I don't like that at all. No, I would say I like to sleep at night, so I'm not going to try this. But you can be my guest if you want. I think I'm good. Yeah, okay. Well, somebody else do it and let us know. I I would rather do the Estes method. I would rather hear people talking to me than see weird, creepy Yeah, things. there's something about, like, hearing a ghost or disembodied voice compared to, like, actually seeing it. For some reason, sensing it with your eyes just makes things feel so much more real. Well, yeah, and I think that's why, like, you know, I don't really like watching, like, true crime stuff or, like, horror things. Like, I, I like to listen to it. Like, I'll listen to all the gore, all the stuff. But, but some for whatever reason, especially as I've gotten older, I can't – I'm good on watching it. I'm kind of the same way. I used to be, like, way more into horror movies growing up, and now I can hardly stand, like, any sort of goal. Same. Same. So, that's a psychomantium. The Caputo effect <laughs> is a psychological effect that allows you to respond to sensory deprivation with your imagination. So basically, you put emphasis on a certain interest and your brain makes it happen. I'm concentrating on a bloody woman. I'm going to see her. I want to talk to the dead. I'm probably going to see creepy images. So that's just like another thing that you could be experiencing if you're really hyper-focusing on 
one subject. You're like just straight up putting all of your energy into that thing and exactly. your brain's going to make the picture. You know, manifest. There we go. That's the word I'm looking for. <laughs> yes, you're manifesting. <laughs> okay, I got one more one more term for you. Have you heard of an egregore? Uh, say that one more time. Egregore. My brain just went right to Eeyore. <laughs> See, I would go to I would go to Igor. I don't know that I know any Igors, so Igor. <laughs> Saying it like that doesn't help me at all. <laughs> it isn't it's um Dr. Frankenstein's assistant, Igor. Oh. Or wait, is he Dr. Frankenstein? No, he makes Frankenstein. No, it's Dr. Frankenstein and Frankenstein's creature. Okay, yes. Yeah, that's his assistant, Igor. Oh. Mm. So in Igrogor. <laughs> I feel like I'm learning so much right now. <laughs> I'm surprised you actually didn't know this. So what it is, is it's a, a psychic manifestation or thought form occurring when any group shares a common motivation being made up of and influencing the thoughts of the group. Basically, a non-physical entity appears because of a massive belief. So it's essentially like, okay, so you know when we say this place is haunted, this house is haunted. Okay, there's this spirit, that spirit, whatever. Sometimes there's just not a spirit. It's just that place. Like you keep talking about it being haunted. It's haunted. It's haunted. That place is haunted because of all the talk. The crybaby bridge, right? Like every town has exactly. that, but it, it could be everyone's energy manifesting it over time that it just sticks. Exactly. Okay. So that's an egregore. Got it. Not Eeyore. Or Igor. <laughs> So, next time you gaze into a darkened room, will you see Queen Mary or the acu accused witch Mary Worth? Or will it be a trapped soul? Perhaps you'll get a glimpse of your future. Will you meditate for self-worthiness? Or will your reflection morph into your worst nightmare? I really hope none of those things. I just <laughs> I just want to fix my hair. Well, self-worth. Oh, yeah, self-worth. I guess I should hope for that. So, that is the unsolved mystery of Bloody Mary and all of the things that could potentially play into the spookiness. Okay, but at what point does she hand you a Bloody Mary? Because now I just have a taste. I know, I don't know. I wish. So, I guess, what do you think Bloody Mary is? I kind of am leaning towards the Egregore, just because... Mm-hmm. I think the mind is such a crazy thing and we just really don't understand it at all. But you have recorded, you know, events where people have had the same hallucination or the same thoughts and everything. Like, right. somehow they are communicating with each other just non-verbally and, and can create or manifest different things. So that's kind of where I'm going. Yeah, it's kind of like the hat man, which we'll cover, but the same concept. Like, millions of people all across the world swear that they see the same shadowy hat man maybe on the other hand too somebody just saw bloody mary at some point right in the mirror thought they did or whatever and like the urban legend just went from there because i i remember through childhood doing this multiple times with different friends and we had all heard the story but i can't remember one time ever having somebody be like no i i legit saw something i'm gonna ask my niece and nephew if they how old are they again well, Zach's 11. Oh, he's definitely at the age where you're trying to spook him. But Zoe's nine, and she's like a little, like, brute. So she's probably, if she heard of it, she probably tried it. There's probably some new, like, Gen Z version of it. It's not Bloody Mary anymore. It's like Bloody Kaylin. No, we probably can't say bloody. We're probably not allowed. Oh, fair. 
too triggering. <laughs> <laughs> We're canceled before we even get started. <laughs> it's just canceled, Mary. You lose <laughs> all your Instagram followers. Oh my god. Well, I kind of think that um, it's an egregore. And then I also think that the psychomantium thing, I think it's kind of plays into effect. All of this kind of plays into effect because you are, you know, in a dark, creepy room. Like, hyper-focusing on seeing a creepy woman. I'm kind of intrigued by the psychomantium. I want to look that up a little bit more, just because... I mean, watch that episode. I don't think you've seen that. I don't think you watched that episode. And also, for anybody who doesn't know who Sam and Colby are, they are awesome, like, amateur ghost hunting YouTubers with a huge following. They're entertaining, um... But no, we'll we'll drop that episode, maybe the link for it, down in the show notes if you guys want oh, to check yeah, it out. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um... But for real hot Nate. You guys can all feast your eyes on Nate. He is pretty fun looking. <sighs> they all are, though, actually. I can't even pick one, but I just, I love Nate. Fair. Well, I know <laughs> I could let you go on about Sam and Colby all night. Um, but with that, we should probably wrap it up before she goes off the deep end here. Oh, please. You love them just as much as me. We'll see about that. <sighs> Whatever. All right, everybody. Well, thanks for listening. Check us out next week. And until then... Creep it real, you little oddballs. Bye. Bye. Oddity Shop.